0: That's you. You start. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: hey, hey, it's us. I'm Nicole. I'm the mom. And I'm Mira and I'm the daughter. This is adulting but not grown up. And we took a little bit of an unintended break because Mira has a chronic illness and it flares up here and there. and Especially uh, around
0: the uh, changing of the seasons, particularly the cold one. <laughs>
1: We live in a place where uh, the seasons really change overnight. Like you wake up one day and bam, it's spring and you wake up one day and bam, it's winter Mm -hmm. like that. So you wake up
0: one day and all of the leaves are orange and yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's very sudden. (laughs)
1: Like in those Charlie Brown cartoons where it shows like the tree covered with leaves and then the tree shakes and they all fall off. That's what it's like here. (laughs) It's It's just like instant. So it did not hit Miro well. Do you think it's, like, the cold, or do you think it's, like, the change in air
0: pressure kind of thing? I think it's a little of both. I mean, I don't really tolerate temperature changes on, like, a small scale that well. She's a bit delicate. You know, if it changes a couple degrees from moving upstairs to downstairs, I'm just like, ah, I I don't like this, and I'm very cold or very hot, and, yeah. So her pot's
1: kicked in, and she likes it when I call her Potsy when she's feeling unwell she made a face and uh yeah so anyways we uh took a short yep. hiatus there winter
0: stacked with doctor's appointments yeah. means i was having a really good time
1: well and then also christmas and what have you mm-hmm. and uh yeah so we just thought we would ch- you know check in and because now it's 2022 Yay. and remember when like everybody was saying 2020 such dumpster fire. I can't wait till it's over and it'll be 2021. And then 2021 happened.
0: Yep. And we all know what that was like. Betty White died, so <laughs> No.
1: And Honestly
0: though, like what an iconic move. Like, two weeks before your 100th birthday, you say, I'm out, bitches, like, on New Year's. The last like, day of the year, Iconic move. Iconic move. And, like, she did it on purpose. That's a Betty White move. If anyone ever did a Betty White move, it was that move in that moment that, like, that sealed it, you know?
1: And for accounting purposes, it was very considerate of her to die on the last oh, day true. of the
0: year. That is also very true. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, I just
1: gotta say, fingers crossed for 2022, because... True. Ugh.
0: Bob Saget's just, death has already graced us, so.
1: Yeah, and Sidney Poitier, that was another sad one. Mm. Yeah, He's a very handsome man. Even when he was, like, however old he was. <laughs> um, yeah, Bob Saget, that was kind of a weird one. Mm. Unexpected. True. Yeah. So, I just, I would really just like this to be a better year. True. I'm, I mean, like, I'm hopeful,
0: because the last couple Christmases have not been fantastic for me. I fell on ice <gasps> and smoked my tailbone and like could not walk for like two, three weeks. She spent Christmas and curled in the
1: fetal position on
0: the couch because she fell on her way over for Christmas morning. Yeah. And then I, uh, the year before, a few days before Christmas, I got a very necrotic gallbladder removed from my body. So <laughs> oh yeah, that wasn't the just... last couple Christmases have not been like super stellar for me. So I'm just like hopeful that like, if I don't get Horribly injured on or around Christmas, then it's gonna be okay.
1: <laughs> well, this year you were just pot sick.
0: Yeah, which so I mean is I to guess be expected. That's
1: better than gallbladder surgery. Mm
0: hmm.
1: So, you know, take your wins where you got them, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Guess so. <laughs> yeah. Um, and how was your Christmas? All right, all right. Got some fun stuff. Excellent. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to make uh, three drop offs at Mira's house because she lives a few blocks away from me and I dropped off Christmas presents for her and her roomies and um then Christmas Eve I was getting all the stuff together for my eight-year-old and I came across one very small thing for Mira, and I was like ah and then I thought I don't want to have to do it Christmas morning I'm just going to drive over there even though it's like 11 o'clock Christmas Eve so I drove over left it on the doorstep texted Mira hey there's one more thing I forgot and then Christmas morning my eight-year-old gets up She's all excited, of course, she's opening her stocking, and the first thing she pulls out of her stocking says, to Mira, from Santa. And so she goes, why is this in here? And I said, what? Silly Santa, did he get the wrong house? Just put that aside and take it over to Mira. And then she finished unwrapping all her gifts, and I looked around and thought, I know there was some coloring books, and a board game, and where are they? So then I frantically ran around the house searching for them because I could not remember where they were, and I found a box that I'd forgotten about in a downstairs closet. Luckily they were all wrapped and tagged and everything, but then I had to bring this stack of like eight more presents upstairs and say, silly Santa, (laughs) he left these in the basement by accident instead of under the Christmas tree. Maybe the tree was full, so dementia Santa seems to be my go-to story when I panic. Mm throw
0: Santa under the bus, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I really did. Uh, so, yeah. But, you know, she just didn't bat an eye and went with the story, and that was good. Although, I do have to say, I never had
0: the Santa talk with you, and you are 24, so... (laughs) It's very true. However, at a certain point, I'm gonna say, like, 4th or 5th grade, it just became, like, a topic of conversation at public school. Yeah. And then, like, you know, like, we were all aware that, like, we're not going to go up to a group of kindergartners and be like, hey, guess what? But, you know? <laughs> but when she started asking me, I said,
1: if you don't believe, he won't come. So she stopped asking, and I never had to have the conversation. <laughs> Fair.
0: And I still put two mirror from Santa on her Christmas I presents. I will say that my, my class was really, really small in elementary school. There was only seven of us in my grade. And there was one kid who was a year older than all of us. And one day we're all talking about, Oh, Santa is not real. And we're in the seventh grade. So we're the oldest kids in the school at that point. And this kid loses their mind because Santa's not real. Keep in mind a year older than all of us. So he's like 13 mm-hmm. and like, can't tolerate that the Santa's not real had to have their parents called to come pick them up because oh, they were no. like so distressed about it kind of thing what do you mean that it's not real what do you, what do you mean oh, that's and sad, we felt really bad because we're like yeah. this was like a 13 year old that still like really believed in Santa wasn't like you know keeping it up for their younger siblings or whatever and it's just like that's kind of genuinely sad that we ruined it for them but also I was like at that point, we were like a couple months away from the summer before starting high school, and that would have been really rough if they had well, started high school I believing guess that's in Santa. True. <laughs> like, let's just be honest, rural small town high school is not the place to still be believing in Santa. 13 yeah. years old, you're gonna get bullied super hard for that. And I mean, seems like they turned out okay. <laughs> I don't think we traumatized them horribly. I,
1: ju- I just, every year, I'm like, oh. I'm so glad it's still, like, magic for her. Mm-hmm. She's eight. True. I know I'm running out of years, and <coughs> it might, might be next year or the year after where it's, like, that's the end of it, but I just, I love that it's still so, mm-hmm. it's so magic for her, and True. everything is just, like, she's so excited that he's actually going to be in her
0: house, mm-hmm. and it's such a, you know. I it's actually uh, watched one of the Bob's Burgers Christmas episodes the other night, and they're all, like, at the Christmas tree farm, whatever, going and picking one out, and Tina comes over to Bob and she's the oldest child. She's around 13, 14 years old. And Bob goes, don't you think it's kind of weird that Louise, the youngest child who's around eight or nine still believes? And she, Tina's like, what do you mean? And he's just like, well, don't you think it's weird? She's like, she's kind of old. Don't you think like, it's a little old. Like, do, don't you think it's a little old to still to still believe? And she's like, believe in what? What are you talking about? What are you mean?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, oh, okay, never mind. Good <laughs> night, Merry Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. makes me laugh every time, because it's like, that totally happens to some kids, where like, if you just don't poke that bear, the bubble never bursts for
1: them. (laughs) Um, did you guys have Christmas dinner?
0: Um, I mean, we all ate food. (laughs) Did you Uh, order Christmas pizza? Uh, the pizza place isn't open here on Christmas. So we did order on, uh, Boxing Day. Okay. Which, I mean, is fine. It's whatever. And my other friend uh, quarantined for three weeks in her apartment in Calgary so that she could come here and spend time with her grandma and stay with me and my other roommates during the holidays. That was nice of her. That was pretty nice. I mean, it's not like she really has a lot of, like, things to do. I don't want to be like, oh, she's got no social life now that she's not around us. But like, she realistically, she works from home. Yeah. And like, you know, works from home and the work is based out of Vancouver. So like, it's not like she can go into work even if she was able to kind of thing. Right. right. So it's just, it, it's not like she's got like places that she's required to be <laughs> on a regular basis, which I guess is nice when you want to quarantine to go do something like visit your family.
1: Yeah, we we did a, a I mean, it was just the three of us, you know, we still popped Christmas crackers and wore paper hats and, mm. you know, had a very, uh, bought some frozen tofurkey from the uh, grocery store. And always good, always good. Mm-hmm. The eight-year-old really wanted the cranberry sauce that comes in a can, so we did that.
0: I like making cranberry sauce on the stovetop. I don't know why people are so opposed to that. Well, we usually do, but she really wanted it out of the can this okay. year, so we All were right. like, sure. Yeah. And how was New Year's? Did you do anything? Did you have fun? Uh, we didn't do anything super exciting. We stayed up until like 4am and watched movies and cartoons and stuff, but we just kind of, you know, relaxed and whatever. We let your sister stay
1: up till midnight, so she was pretty excited about that, but she got to stay up all the way till midnight. next. I think we offered last year, but she didn't make it.
0: I like that in our town, with how real it is, people set off their own fireworks. Yeah. But I like that there is the thing that happens where, um, on New Year's, you will hear fireworks going off at various times throughout the night. And you can tell that some parent has just been like, all right, it's midnight now. (laughs) You can just tell. And it's like two pops.
1: Pop, pop, okay. Yeah. There'll bedtime. be like
0: four fireworks going off and then and then it's quiet for like another two hours until the next parent decides like, alright, I'm done with this. And you know that there's like a couple parents that don't themselves set off fireworks, but wait for another parent to get fed up and then be like, 827, yeah, okay, bedtime everybody. <laughs> it's midnight. Yeah. Drop the ball, everyone. And I think that's the funniest thing because this year I waited and listened. And I uh, in seven nineteen the first fireworks went off and I was like someone is fed up with their kids well, already.
1: <laughs> I gotta say, I mean we stayed up to midnight, we watched Ryan Seacrest with the ball drop and mm-hmm, everything mm-hmm. like that. Very and, comediant. Uh I didn't I don't think I heard anything like at actual midnight. There was some uh, like maybe ten minutes later or something like that, but mm-hmm. I don't know, it wasn't like uh you know, people outside yelling and cheering. It's not like in the city where everybody goes out on their balcony. Um, yeah, it was dead quiet, dead quiet. I went out on the balcony to be like, and it was like, everyone was asleep. So <laughs> I did not yell and wake up the neighbors. A lot of our neighbors are seniors. So I didn't want to, you no. know, startle them awake. And, uh, yep. Then we were all in bed by about 1215. So that was our rock <gasps> rockin' New Year's Eve. And we, oh, we watched, um, oh, what was that movie called? Ron's gone wrong, mm-hmm. new cartoon. It was very cute. Have you seen it? I haven't. Oh, you'll have to watch it. It's pretty cute. Oh. And so any New Year's resolutions? Mm.
0: I don't know. Maybe uh, be more creative and knit more things?
1: <laughs> Mine are um, watch more TV. hmm Okay. Read more books. All right. Good. And my, like, mantra or whatever for the year is going to be little and often. So just, like don't feel like I have to you know set aside four hours to do this thing if I just Mm. do like whatever 10 or 15 minutes it'll still get done little and often and because my thing is I think oh that's gonna take like four or five hours so then I just don't do it
0: Mm. so fair just chip away for progress I think my mantra for the year is probably gonna be to like enjoy fancy things you know because like even when people are like oh live every day like it's your last oh like you know cherish your moments and have no regrets take all your chances whatever even when people do those things there's still people who save the fancy candles Mm -hmm. there's still people who save the stickers they like the most and there's still people who don't use the wrapping paper they like the most and i just kind of want to like cherish fancy things. I've like collected a lot of nice things over the years that I don't use because they're the nice and, things. I used to do that too, but then and I was like I
1: don't Yeah, I feel it. like
0: I'm going to try to like indulge more of those like, you know, random whims of being like I'm going to light the fancy purple candles that have the gold outsides cuz I think it'll be fun. Yes. <laughs> I think I I'm just going to, you know, indulge in frivolous fancy things more because, you know, I don't have the opportunity to like you know, indulge those things very often because I don't have a lot of like expendable income and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. But it is nice to enjoy those things rather than just collect them. Well, and yeah, and be like, things and save them that for like nice. what fancy yeah, occasion? For what so, occasion? Right, what are you so saving just, them for? Unless you have a thing where it's like, I'm specifically saving this candle for like my honeymoon or something, right. then like, fine, okay, whatever. But if it's just like, I'm saving this dress for, for an occasion, but then you occasion. never wear the dress and then one day it's two sizes too small for you and now you have a dress that you've never worn and you really liked it. That sucks. So why not just enjoy the fun things? That just reminds me, last year I bought a
1: green velvet long dress and I was going to wear it on Christmas this year and I totally forgot. Mm. Maybe I'll just wear it this weekend. Yeah. Just just while I'm vacuuming and Yeah, I was going to
0: say just wear it while you're hanging out, make some popcorn and watch a Disney movie in your fancy green dress, why not? Right.
1: Yeah, no, that's good. Well, and see, like, my watch more TV, read more books is kind of, like, every day I'm like, okay, I'm just going to, you know, unload the dishwasher, and then, okay, I'm just going to, like, fold out little laundry, and I'm just going to... And then by the time I'm finished doing all those things, I have to go to bed. Mm. So if my focus is read more and watch more TV, then I'm kind of being like, no. Yeah. I am forcing some downtime to just sort of relax and chill yeah. and do something like that for, you know, half an hour, an hour before bed. I definitely force some downtime on myself with like baths and reading. Yeah. And with my little and often thing, it's not like I have to watch the whole movie. I can watch a quarter of the movie for four days and Fair. that makes up a whole movie. Fair. So Yeah. That is my goal for the year. Yep. All right. Well, anything more you'd like to add?
0: Um... I don't think so. I'm just gonna go home and play with my all my fun new toys. <laughs> <gasps> I have an oh, iPad did. now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go drop Gee it. You. Yeah. Did you get that from your roommate? I did. I kind because of because they might. have a tablet already. They won their uh, work sweepstakes I for know. twelve days of Christmas. That's why I never
1: asked you about it because I thought you might be getting it as a Christmas gift. Yep. So I didn't know if uh, you
0: were in the know on that or not. So I. Bought a fun green case for my little iPad, bought a little stylus because I have very long nails. (laughs) Is it a full-size one or a mini one? It's a mini one. Nice. So, I got a little case for it and I downloaded some drawing apps and I'm gonna do some doodling and stuff. That'll help with my being more creative thing. Another thing with my knitting resolution, I'm very bummed out about all of my Christmas gifts because my brain was like, I'm gonna plan ahead and I am going to like organize what all of the knitted Christmas gifts for everyone in my life are going to be two months before Christmas. So I like thought about it, organized all these plans, looked up some yarn on the internet and you know called it a day. A couple weeks later I order a bunch of yarn and I like go to some yarn stores that are within a couple hours from here and I go and like check out their selection and try to get colors that are similar to the things that I had envisioned. Mm -hmm. I got a couple things. I start knitting some stuff. I'm waiting for the shipment of most of the yarn and I'm waiting for the shipment for most of the yarn and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and it gets delivered on the 19th of December. And you know, what doesn't help with knitting like seven knitting projects (laughs) having like six days to do it. (laughs) I ordered like so
1: much of my stuff. uh, Well, I ordered like, I feel virtually. like I ordered it on like November
0: 12th I and it did not show up until I ordered December like 19. all
1: of my Christmas stuff, like, yeah, about that time, right around yeah. the middle of November, like all my Christmas gifts. And this was like, just from like Amazon and stuff. It wasn't anywhere weird. Yeah. It was a craft store that I ordered off. And of. the last thing came on like
0: December 22nd. So yeah. Yeah, supply chain issues. So all of my knitting projects are pretty much still being knitted and okay. you're just going to have to deal with that. So it's going to be like,
1: Hey, happy, happy February 3rd.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's just gonna happen. It's
1: snowing like mad here. Uh, there's so much snow on the ground. It's- It's insane. It's just feet and feet and feet of snow. So whatever knitted thing, I'm sure will still be in season one yeah. by the time it's done. Yeah. yeah. It seems so much snow, I'm so tired of the snow. That's fair. Every time I look out the window, I'm like, oh good, it's snowing again. Great. There's, there's more snow. Amazing. Yeah. Canada, winter, <gasps> and A then, Do you know what happened though? I was, uh, so this was, mm, I don't know, maybe a week or so ago. I go to leave the house and there's like a pool of blood. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> at the bottom of our front stairs. Like, I go out my front door down the stairs and there's a pool of blood. Like, I'm talking like, I don't know, like a foot square. Like, a good sized pool of blood. And then there's like, like drops, tracks, sort of, of blood going around the side of garage and around the side of my house. So I'm like, uh, that doesn't look good. But there's no way I'm following that because we all know how that ends in horror movies.
0: Mm -hmm. So I just got in my car and drove away. (laughs) Okay, good. I hope it was somebody's beloved family dog then.
1: (laughs) I was like, what if it was like some, I didn't know if it was a person or animal, but
0: so uh-uh. that's why you, being a good Samaritan, called animal control and had them check it
1: out. There's a conservation officer that lives across the street. So if I if I'd heard something like, well, I don't know,
0: bleeding and dying around the side of your house, yeah.
1: I could have because that makes a lot it. of noise. It was a little bit startling. Okay, well now whatever and...
0: died there is buried in three feet of snow. So you're gonna have a really fun spring. Ew. <laughs> yeah, you didn't think this ahead, did you? <laughs>
1: I kind of think, it's okay, yesterday, you played yourself. <laughs> there was a deer in our yard that had clearly, like, a fairly fresh leg injury, mm-hmm. so that might be our guy.
0: And also, there's a dog that lives, like, two doors down from you that is constantly on your front porch. Have you seen him recently? She's a her.
1: <laughs> and she's the baby of that family. If she was MIA, <laughs> there'd be flyers up all over the neighborhood.
0: Well, I don't know. You didn't follow the blood trail. How close are you looking at the telephone poles in your neighborhood? Mom?
1: Well, I'm thinking that the blood either came from the deer in our yard or whoever that deer attacked. (laughs) That's my guess. But anyway, that happened and I do not feel shame or guilt about it because self-preservation.
0: Okay. I'm not saying not self-preservation. I'm saying animal control. We live in a rural area, there's cows outside, the animal control's a thing. If you open the door at like 9.30, you can hear coyotes outside. You know how I know that? It sounds like a mix between a woman and a child screaming, and that's how I know to not go there because (laughs) they've evolved to sound like people crying so that we go check it out. I know, it's a
1: horrible, terrifying scream. That's like a horror movie sound.
0: Like, I know there's wild animals here. I'm not saying like, oh, if you hear a weird noise, definitely go check it out in your bunny slippers because that's a fantastic idea. There's bears here. I'm not telling you to go frickin' hunt it down yourself. You're five well, foot two. Okay, <laughs> but it's the thing. <laughs> if it was, so
1: do it. If it was an injured dog from the neighborhood, we would have known that one of our neighbor's dogs was injured because they'd be looking for their injured dog. If it was a deer or a raccoon or a boar <laughs> or something.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, Okay, we haven't
1: had a lot of boars in this neighborhood, but there are boars in the area. There
0: are boars in the area, but they tend to not be in, like, urban areas.
1: (laughs) Like, there's, like, you live in a (laughs) cul-de-sac. But I'm just saying, injured wild animal. Also don't want to get too close. If there was thrashing and shrieking, I would have gone and got the conservation officer,
0: and that's his job. Okay. (laughs) He's right across the street. All right, fine, I guess.
1: Anyhow. (laughs) That was a little startling. Hmm. Incident that happened. Yeah. All right.
0: Sounds fun. Yeah, it was alarming. In short, winter is a super good time here. Uh, Definitely move where the wind hurts your face. It's amazing. (laughs) It's just so much snow. So much
1: snow. It's a lot. So much snow. I feel like we're buried. Like the house is buried. Everything is very quiet because it's covered in snow and it's like the whole outside is
0: insulated. Mm. Uh, it's just so much relentless snow. See, I have this distinct memory from my childhood of, like, being outside all winter and then getting sick for a couple of weeks, and that being when the snow melted, and then going back outside, and when I went to the bottom of the stairs I was like, this. This is significantly lower than it was a couple days ago. (laughs) It is so much snow. Every year it's like six frickin' inches of packed snow everywhere you go.
1: Well, and now it's like the the piles of snow that the street snow plows, whatever, like the- The mini plows, yeah. yeah. That they've scooped up to the side. They're so tall, you can't even like see around them with your car to pull out into the street. Oh no, it's like like
0: genuinely dangerous. They're they're gonna have to do something about it. They're like eight feet tall. Yeah, people who are shoveling their driveways are having to hire the snow plow from like the city to come and take away their piles because they're so big that they can no longer toss Mm -hmm. snow onto the top of them.
1: Yeah, so I'm over winter already.
0: Mm, over great, winter. so like a weekend in January and you're over it already. Yeah. So we've only got like two and a half more months. Awesome. No,
1: now I've just got just a like winter.
0: nine more weeks of winter. It's good.
1: White knuckle it for a couple of months. Mm, yeah. three months. Yeah, great. Yeah, super lucky. It's Thrilling. forward to it. And when it melts, it's going to be such a mess. Cause yeah, it's going to be
0: a lot of water. So much snow. There is a lot of snow. What do you think our chances of flooding are going to be this year?
1: I know. I wonder that because, okay. I, like, this is more snow than we get in a typical year. Yeah. Um, the Arctic winds have really upped our snow game. And in 2018 our town had a major flood, like, like major, major, like, ma- like I was really evicted flooded. from my house
0: by a river. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: and uh, so I know I've been wondering that too if it's going to yeah, be Yeah, like I wonder if it's going to be really bad. Because yes. I imagine
0: if there's four frickin' feet of snow here, there's like 12 freaking feet of snow up the mountains. And yeah, it's got to all melt and run downhill. Yeah, exactly. The snow melt is going to be mm-hmm. insane this year. I hope that a lot of people who like don't have regular snow are listening to this podcast and are just like... I'm lying did-? on the beach right now. <laughs> I thought avalanches were the only danger. <laughs> no. Nope. nope. The tree walls will get you. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, anywho, that was just our little, uh, Christmas, new year catch up. I hope everybody has a better 2022
0: because it can't really get much worse than the last (laughs) almost two years. And we can only go up from Betty White's death. Let's be, (sighs) let's be hopeful here. That's really sad. And also let's just remind everybody, if you're not double vaccinated, please be double vaccinated. If boosters are available to you, please do that. Wear masks at every available junction for you. Don't not wear a mask because a business says that it's fine to not. Don't not wear a mask because your therapist says it's fine. If they say it's fine, they're probably not wearing a mask with the other 37 of their patients they see on a weekly basis. Yeah. So, you know, let's just all do our part and you know, get over the stupid And thing. even more so than that, you got to do more than your part at this point, because if you realize that your neighbor's not doing their part, then yeah, like, you know, start harassing them relentlessly. Yes. <laughs> I'm not saying Super glue your neighbor's locks so that they can't leave their home. Not saying that at all. I'm not saying that. <laughs> what I am saying is that if you can force them to quarantine themselves, you because might be doing the world door. Happens to be super glued shut. Yeah, they happen to be unable to leave for some unknown, undocumented reason. Couldn't nobody, say why. nobody really knows. No you were knows. out of town that weekend. It's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. I'll vouch for you. It's fine. Um... <laughs> Okay, but realistically, you know, if you know somebody who's not vaccinated, try to talk them into it, be compassionate, use, you know... Use your words. Don't use the scare tactics because, you know, realistically, the likelihood of their death has significantly increased. If you want to do what I do, you can be a little idiot about it and do things like, why would police officers wear bulletproof vests if they can still get shot in the thigh? Well, I don't think you understand. The, the bulletproof vest stops them from being shot in the chest, which would stop them from being shot in the heart or the, Body. what do you call it, Orcs. the pericardial cavity, and thus, you know, compromising that and putting them at a higher risk of, you know, death. Oh, so you mean it's not about not being shot. It's about not dying from the being shot. Oh, I understand. So it's kind of like the COVID vaccine, where you won't die from getting the COVID that you might get from somebody else being an idiot. But you know,
1: <laughs> I, I heard a thing the other day that it's rather than try and like convince somebody, it's better to ask them what would need to change or what evidence would they need to see that would change their mind.
0: Mm, fair. And yeah. then that asking makes them what they really need to be think, different like, to what,
1: what is their? Respect. What do they need to see? For yeah. it To change, for them, to change their mind. What
0: needs to be different for you? Yeah.
1: And then, and then you can kind of respond with. Facts and things. If they're saying, well, there needs to be these mRNA vaccines are too new and it's like, well, you know what? Actually, they've been developing mRNA since the 60s, so it's it's not
0: new. Like 70 years of development. (laughs) Uh,
1: You know, or this whole vaccine is too look how fast they developed it. Well, actually it was because that vaccine was previously developed. They just needed to um, chart the sequence of it and then plug and play, basically. You know, like you can respond with facts with that after, but asking them what needs to um what evidence they need to see before that would change their mind so
0: anyway also though if you feel like the evidence might be fear tactics the Herman Cain award (laughs) does exist online feel free to nominate them (laughs) it's basically an award for people who are sure that they're not going to die of covid you nominate them while they're living and they win the award if they die of covid
1: i not a good award.
0: No, it's not a good <laughs> award. It's kind of the new version of the Darwin Award. Right. If yeah. you die by your own choice, then congratulations. You're an idiot. Um. <laughs> so on that happy note,
1: best of 2022 to everybody. Hope everyone has a great, healthy, happy, wonderful 2022. Yes. And that this suck hole ends
0: mm. yes, soon, soon, soon. Be safe, be clean, be whatever, whatever.